sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Catholics, we're called to follow Jesus' example and love everyone. But that idea of loving everyone is sometimes misunderstood and sometimes misused. So what does it mean to say that we love everyone? What does that look like in our personal lives and in our lives as a society and a culture? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live out the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future ones, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once again by Renee Kranz. She's still here. I still have here. not phased her out yet. <laughs> he is working She's on it, She's convinced that that's uh, the part of the master. It. Chris's providential plan, but um, <laughs> we talked last week about divine providence, so... That's not part of my plan, Kranz. Whatever. Relax. Do you want to be phased out? I mean, I can no. make it happen. Okay. No. All right. Just I don't want to be phased out. So... Um, our topic today, you know, how I really, I really wanted to go with an Inigo Montoya reference to as an open to the show. Oh, this is fun. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's go to our trusty. What 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 is the title for? What's our title? Engineer. Engineer. A trusty engine. Trusty engineer, Elise, who's off camera and off mic somehow. Elise, do you know who Inigo Montoya is? I knew you were going to ask, and no. <laughs> she does not know. <laughs> Hello, my name it's is Diego Montoya. Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yes, it's from does that, the. Does that mean anything to you? I mean, maybe. No, it either does or doesn't. There is no maybe. There is no lukewarm. <laughs> I will vomit you out of my mouth. Yes or no? No. I wish you could. I wish we could have camera because this, this is what I'm seeing right now. No. No. <laughs> Inigo Montoya from. Where is he from? Yeah, I don't remember where he's from. I think. Well, I think you the, were just about to say the, it. the I, movie. Huh? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah. from the Princess Bride. Yes. Oh, I should have known. That's like your favorite movie. It seems. What's the? It's definitely a movie that I quote. It's high, yes. it's a highly it's quote. highly quotable. It's highly quotable. Yes. I think on your honeymoon, which is coming up here soon, you should. You, you and your... Actually, she's not taking a honeymoon. Oh, that's right. Oh, instead, perfect. <laughs> so, you guys should watch. at least not yet. Not yet. She'll you take should one watch later. Princess Bride. Um, because there's another famous line in there. <laughs> Just another one. Just one more. What's it? Fazzini keeps saying, "Inconceivable." <laughs> and Inigo says in response, "You keep using that word. I do not I think it means what you think it means." <laughs> That has been used countless times. Countless times on Ignition. Many an episode of Ignition. I can't keep titling it episodes with that. I want to, but you can't keep. There's only, you can only really do that once. Well, you could, bleh. You keep using that word. Yeah. yeah. In this case, were I to title that we love, mm-hmm. you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you, you think, think it, means. it means. So, um, I don't know if you want to speak in broad generalities here, but this actually topic came out of a conversation that you and I were having mm-hmm. um, as a recording a couple of weeks b- beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, lots of people are going to know what I'm talking about. A lot of people use, 
our definition, our con- conception of love right yep. now as a way to, hmm, how do I want to say it? Make sin okay. Mm. Yeah. Is that how I want to say it? I think so. Well, you just said it, so to, I, don't know. I think that's how, how I want to say it. Okay. Or to make to make things that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, yeah. To make sin okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I've done it myself. Sure. Yeah. yeah a long yeah. time ago. Um. There is definitely, and it's not a new trend, but it's become, no. maybe it's becoming more popular to misuse the idea of love. Yeah. I think it is because of the idea of tolerance and acceptance. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Yep. So, um, the, we, we should love every, we're, mm-hmm. we're told Jesus, you, you hear from fellow Catholics, fellow Christians, mm-hmm. Jesus loved everyone. And so should you, or so should we, mm-hmm. uh, yes, that is completely true. Right. <laughs> so were I to be talking to such a person and what's implicit is, well, and you're not right. Well, right, you, you obviously mean? don't do it right. <laughs> right, right. You, you, you're not loving so well, Bergwald. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you think that some people are bad. No, I don't. You're, well, you think you're that judging some things, them. You're judging them. You think is, that, yeah. and we talk about this before. Yep. We've talked about the certainly in the context of the whole LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, thing, an episode mm-hmm. from early 2022, I think. Right. We did on that, um, but other contexts too. Yeah. Well. That you, you, that's not very loving. Slow your roll there, friend. Right. <laughs> um, what does it mean to love? I, I I really do think you keep using that word, and I really don't think it yeah. means what you think. It, well, you might have your own meaning of right. what love is, but that's not how I understand love. And I I if I may be so bold, and I will be so bold because he explains what he means. Yeah. Jesus, that's not how Jesus meant no. when, what Jesus meant when he talked about loving either. Right. We do need to understand this because it is the second great commandment. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's the love, love your neighbor go, as yourself. Love is, <laughs> love is the heart of the great commandments. Right. Love God and love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself. Love is at the heart of our Christian faith. Right. So people, when they say this, they're right that love is really important, but I think they're at least a little bit wrong uh, when it comes to what does it mean to love? Mm-hmm. So I I definitely would agree I would def- in this conversation. I would definitely would agree with somebody. Um, to love does not mean. Right. To wag. I'm, I'm wagging my finger right now. If you're listening right. to this, that, Renee. <laughs> um, it does not mean to judge out of pride and arrogance. Right. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. You know, with that kind of- I don't you, do that, so you shouldn't do that either. Yeah, the arrogance and of, condescension. Yeah. That's definitely not. I would agree. That's not love. But when I say to somebody who's living in a way that goes contrary to what God has revealed to us about what it means to be human, mm-hmm. which is what a sin is, every, yes. every sin. Yes. Um, when I get impatient with my kids- I am living in a way that con- is contrary to what it means to be human. Right. Um, the smallest things. It, if, if I were to overindulge in food, which has never happened. <laughs> no, um, I've never done that either. <laughs> that would be to live contrary to what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. God gives us 
the owner, the manufacturer's manual to what it means to be human. That's right. what his moral teachings are. They're not arbitrary impositions. They're, this is, hey, you want to be happy? You want to flour- flourish? You want to be fully alive? Follow these tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Directions. Here are your life hacks. Um, I don't the, think Jesus called them life hacks. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's a new hip translation. The 10 life hacks. That's what it is. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? You just said something funny. Like the Bible well, translated into social social media language. Oh, my gosh. Lol, lols. <laughs> this could be very interesting. This would be interesting. Everything we're, would be life hacks. and just yeah. yeah. We're not going to do that. You're not going to do Okay. That's, Someone I, will do it eventually if they haven't to, already. I, I don't, I'm not on social media hardly ever. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, and I totally. What now? What? What are we talking about? Oh, stop it. <laughs> So when we, when we say, so love is at the heart of our faith, we don't condescend. Mm-hmm. We definitely should not condescend. But there's another extreme too. If somebody is doing something that obviously, what, okay, let's, I'm going to use a silly example to make the point. Okay. If somebody is on their phone, checking their social media account, lols, and they walk out into the street mm-hmm. and there's an oncoming car, hey, you be you. Yep. You know, I love you. Yep. I'm going to respect your choice. I'm going to respect your decision because that's what love is. Right. Being tolerant, being accepting of your choices right now mm-hmm. as you walk out in and front of And celebrate them too. Yeah. As you walk out in I'm front of the, you on. the Mack truck. Right. That's not love. No. That's Some, irresponsibility. That, that that's 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 on your part. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's the unloved the, the loving thing to do is to stop somebody when they're about to get crushed by the oncoming Mack truck. Right. Um. And and, and when we when somebody says, "Well, it, 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 we're supposed to love them instead of judging them." Well, again, if by judging you mean finger wagging, finger wagging, condescension, and arrogance, I agree. Mm-hmm. But if by judgment you mean you know what you're doing right now is 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 bad for you, spiritually, psychologically, mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. Um, eventually, potentially. Uh, if if I say that, and I really want you to stop doing that, even even if how how exactly I say that, what exactly I communicate, how I communicate, um, the words I say or don't say, that's that's all important. But my it, my desire and my intention should be. To help this person stop doing what they're doing. Right. Because it's doing them at some level harm. Right. And damage. Right. And because I, in fact, because I love them, I want them to stop. Because to love does not mean just to let somebody do whatever they want to do. Right. That's not love. And that is a mistaken belief right now. It's an absolutely mistaken belief. To love means to want, to desire, to will the good mm-hmm. for somebody. Mm-hmm. I want the I want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to thrive. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing right now, walking out in the middle of the street, not paying attention, is not gonna help you thrive. Right. So this is where sometimes it gets complicated with the world right now is what the world considers to be good and what God considers to be good. Yeah, so this is, and this kind of gets, the, that's why the whole owner's manual mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. life hacks mm-hmm. thing. Um, th- th- there's 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 a related question. Well, how do you know? Right. How do you know that your way 
is the right way. Right. How do you know that your way is in fact the life hack, mm-hmm. the divine life hack, mm-hmm. that your way is uh, the moral teaching? And that's an important question, but it's a separate question. Yes, true. So they're distinct questions. My, what I want to emphasize, and maybe we'll get there today, um, but what I want to emphasize and focus on today is if I, as a Christian, because you hear this from fellow Christians, including fellow Catholics. I see that on social media all yeah, the time. Yeah. No, but, but as Catholics, as Christians, we do believe that God has revealed the truth mm-hmm. of what it means to be human and how to live in a way that leads to flourishing, fulfillment, mm-hmm. and authentic happiness. As Christians, we be, or we should believe that. And therefore, if we love somebody, we would want them to follow those directions, those right. instructions, those life hacks, those commandments. <laughs> yes. That's what love is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm going to pause there. We're about halfway through the show. So when you hear that, in light of what you've seen in social media, conversations you've been part of, what do you, well, do you have any questions? I'd be curious to know, um, why do you think this is such an obstacle or hang up in our culture today? But you can feel free to redirect the conversation. No, I, I think that's a good question because I think because there is so much, there is no truth. Yep. So if there's, if there's no truth, then how can you judge anybody on anything? Yep. I think that's really fundamentally where this problem comes from. Yep. So... I mean, if my neighbor's doing something they shouldn't be doing, that's only my opinion. Right. According to the world. Right. He can do whatever he wants and right. it's and it's considered good. Yep. Yep, that's true. So. Um you know, in the Bible, I'm picking up the Bible. In the Bible it says, I think in Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> yes. Oh, but we sure think there is, don't we? <laughs> We think we're coming up with new stuff all the time. I mean, yeah, there were no iPhones, you know, sure. 20 years ago. But our actions, our thinking about things, none of that's new. Right. None of that's none new. Of so this is from the book of Judges. That's an old book. It's an old book <laughs> that talks about events that happened um, among the Israelites around um, 1100 BC. Yeah. So more than 3,000 years ago. More than 3,000 years ago. <laughs> This is how the book of Judges ends. This is Judges 21, 20. It's literally, if you pulled up a Bible, go to the very last page of Judges. It's in the Old Testament. Um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges. If you have gone from the the beginning and you've made it to Judges, I applaud you. We applaud. Maybe with Father Mike Schmitz's help, you did that. Bible in your podcast. (laughs) Uh, you know, Father Mike is uh, grew up tw- 15 minutes away from me. Do you know that? No. Yeah. Something in the water. Yeah. There's Central Minnesota, man. Lots, lots, of, lots of water in Central Minnesota. <laughs> this is the end of Judges. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. Mm-hmm. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. And if you read Judges... So Judges is not like Leviticus or Numbers where there's just, and this tribe, there were this many people, and this, and this I need to read Judges. It sounds and Leviticus, like an interesting oh, book. Um, people are literally hacked into pieces, oh. and those pieces sent off to different parts of the... Oh, if Judges were made into a um, true-to-life movie, it'd probably be rated X for the My violence. My goodness. It's... 
Oh, yeah. I need to read this. It's, this book. Uh, <laughs> Renee is strangely excited right now <laughs> well, to yes. read. Elise is terrified of me yeah, at the moment. What's, well, it uh, sounds very interesting. So or, this, or terrifying. This is, it's a horrific time in the history of Israel. It's, it's, it's chaotic. Hmm. It's com- culture in Israel is completely disordered and chaotic. Even the Levites, the priests, they're doing all sorts of bad stuff. Yikes. Um, and yet, and yet, God still last week did not did not destroy us. He didn't. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, we must be getting towards the end times." Yeah. I don't know. No, no. I don't, yeah. So, so that you, you would use the word relativism yeah. earlier, and that, that's why I thought of judges. Yeah. Because in Israel, century millennia ago, three thousand mm-hmm. plus years ago, every Israelite did what was right in his own eyes. Mm-hmm. That's relativism right there. That's relativism. And we would say to the people of Israel in the era of the judges, how's that working out for you? (laughs) Clearly not not very well. well. And how's it working for us, uh, working out for us today? Not Not well. Not so well. We've never been more divided as a people, and I'm not talking politically. The Civil War, we're pretty divided. That's true. That's true. But it maybe wasn't Felt in the same way because you didn't have things like the internet where you <laughs> totally can see true. it every day, totally true. every minute of every day, if you want to. Yep. So that's absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely true. So, um, Jesus loved everyone. So should you, so should we, I agree, but that does not mean what you think it means depending so, on the person. So how do we do it? How do we do it? Smarty pants. Okay. How do we love people? <laughs> yeah. So it does, and we've talked about this in the show before, um, Pope Francis talks about the word accompaniment yes, and the importance to accompany people. Uh, and and the, the go-to illustration of how to accompany people for me comes from the end of Luke's gospel, chapter 24. It's right after, it's the day of the resurrection, mm-hmm. the first Sunday. There are two disciples who are leaving Jerusalem. Yeah. The road, to go, the road to Emmaus. The road to Emmaus. They're going to the nearby village of Emmaus. Um, and Jesus, one of those things where he puts on his disguise and walks with them. Right. And and I'll ask people, so like we see Jesus um, exemplify accompaniment mm-hmm. in the road to Emmaus account. And what's the first thing that he does? And they'll go through. And at what point, if you read it closely, the first thing that Jesus does, because they, well, he walks with them. Or he asks them questions. Yeah, he does, but that's the first thing. Well, he walks with them. Yeah, he does, but that's the first thing. Well, he listens to them. Yeah, he does, but that's not the first thing. The first thing he does is he joins them. Mm-hmm. Jesus does not stand at far off and wag his finger at them. Where are you guys going? Why are you leaving Jerusalem right now? Hey, I'm alive. Here I am. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> he does not do that. Um, he meets them, to, to use the trite phrase, the cliche, he meets them where they're at, even though... They're going the wrong way. They're leaving Jerusalem, right. the holy city, and they're and they're doing it. it. It's 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 moving on. It's the afternoon, moving towards evening, and you know they're walking. It's not like they're driving. They're to not going to get there. They're before not going to get there. In, right. <laughs> and after dark, there are people who are prepared to uh, plunder you, if or maybe kill you. Right. So they're going the wrong way at the wrong time of day, and Jesus walks with them. He joins them and walks with them nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And he listens to them and he asks them questions and then he rebukes them. Yes, he does. 
You fools. Yeah, not in a light way. No. Like, <laughs> hey, you guys are kind of missed something. Right. No. He calls them fools. Um, That's a strong word. It's a strong <laughs> word. You know, it's uh, not loving. Jesus, it, at least warm, to a, fuddly, to, and cuz, yes. warm, fuddly, and cuzzly. Fuddly. <laughs> warm, fuzzy, and cuddly. <laughs> Ask the disciples going to Emmaus. Right. <laughs> Ask Peter when he said, get behind me, Satan. Right. Yes. Uh, there's a book that I bought years ago for the title, Jesus, Mean and Wild. You've told me about this yeah. one before. I need to yeah. read that book. Yeah. Uh, the title. Is oh, that's the only bad. good part about the book. It was fine. But the title <laughs> did was... say that. Um, so how do we do it? We don't stand far off. We enter in. But this. Ooh. Ooh. We enter into the messiness of it, but we don't want to. So this is this is okay. the thing. The reason why it's easy, why, why um, oh, you're so right right now. Oh, I hate when you're right. The reason why <laughs> people will say not just other people, but the reason I'll say, well, we got to love everybody, is because it's easier. It's it easier is. for me just to be tolerant, um, and me to just affirm. I'm using air quotes if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Your choices, because if I really, if I'm really going to love you, it means I have to walk with you. I have to enter into your mess, mm-hmm. and that's not easy, and it's not fun. Right. Even forget about having to say hard things potentially, just to walk with you mm-hmm. as you're going the wrong way. If you're going the wrong way, right, is not easy and not fun. Mm-hmm. But that's what love is like. What do parents do with their babies? They they literally clean up their crap. <laughs> Literally, and, and their and their barf and their snot, exactly. And their tears, and- right? And I, I, I have five kids. I, Jermaine, God bless her, changed most of diapers, but I've changed my share of diapers, mm-hmm. and I do it out of love for my kids. Mm-hmm. I did it out of love for my kids. I literally entered into their crap. <laughs> it's true. This is the best show ever. <laughs> to love people means to enter into the mess, right? Potential, potential. Not everybody. Right. I mean. Everybody has a mess of some sort. Of some some might be bigger than others. Right. And that doesn't mean, so Renee, like I'm not, I'm not into your, me- I mean, just our relationship. I do love you. I w- want what's best mm-hmm. for you. Um, but but I've you, You've entered into some messes with me I, before. That, that's true. I have. <laughs> I have. But not the way that your husband Ryan right, no, would. No. Um, you know, not the way that your parents Work messes. Would. Right. Work messes. Yes. I mean, those do happen on occasion. They do. Even in the church. <laughs> right. <laughs> To love people, and, and so I, I see this. You know, all the people say, "Well, you know, I just no. What? Why? No, you're not loving them. You're removing yourself from them. Mm-hmm. You're just oh, whatever. You know, I yeah. really, I really love my friends. I, that's not love. Yeah. That's the easy way out. And I think you're saying to them, I don't really care what happens to you. You may not intend that, yeah. and they may not receive it that way. Right. But in fact, that's what you are doing. Yes. I don't care. And they may receive it that way eventually. Right. Because if they come around to realizing that, oh, this really isn't the way I should be going, why didn't any of you help me or tell me that? Yep. Yep. Which yep. is, yeah. I thought you were my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, but I don't want you to get mad at me. Right. Totally get it. <laughs> People might get mad at you. Mm-hmm. I would expect that. But, but this is where I think. Okay, so a couple of things. Loving does not necessarily... So 
depending on the relationship and how I'm journeying with you. So I, I work with you. I see you on almost daily basis. Mm-hmm. I know you a lot more than the grocery store checkout clerk. Yes. So the way that I'm going to accompany the grocery store checkout clerk is different than the way the Rainy that right, the way right, that right. I accompany Renee Crane. Right. Right. And the um, way you accompany me and the way you accompany your wife is also different. very different. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. However, I'm called to accompany all of you. Right. My wife, my colleagues, my checkout clerk. <laughs> what that looks like with the person, depending on the relationship, is going to vary. So with the grocery store checkout clerk, I try to make eye contact and smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's somebody who, because I... Me being me, I get to know the people at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm so shocked. <laughs> In fact, there's one. Uh, <laughs> That's because you go to the grocery store at the same time all every week. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm just going to use her first name. Uh, Deb no longer works at my grocery store. She she has another role within the, the chain uh, that I shop at. Um, and I was going to text Deb uh, the other day and say, Deb, I miss seeing you because because I don't see her anymore. Because she worked at the grocery store that I go to. Um, for, she was there before I got there, uh, and she was there for like 15 years. Wow. So I got to know, I know her last name. And I know where she's from. You have her phone number so you can I text her? I have her phone her? number. Wow. That I, is so funny. <laughs> Elise is losing it over in the corner. Only Dr. Bergwald would have the phone number of his checkout she clerk. She was the checkout clerk. Uh, she worked at the grocery store. She was, she okay. was a department manager. Oh, oh well, still, um, I mean- I can't say that I have any of those. <laughs> right, right. So the way that I have accompanied Deb is different than the checkout clerk who I don't know. Right. Um, but I'm called to do that and truly love them. So Deb and I would have real conversations about life from mm-hmm. time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do have her number. She has mine. But <laughs> we're not in regular contact. Right. Right. Um, but, but that's what love looks like, is right. entering into the mess. So where I was going with that is maybe I'm not called to challenge the way that Jesus challenged the disciples with this particular person I'm accompanying at this point in right. their life. But this person, maybe I am called to. There's an appropriate way for every person exactly. you're in contact exactly. with. Who I'm, the, the best way to accompany the person I'm walking with. Just as Jesus, Jesus is, is a master craftsman. His dad was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. He, he, and, and we're called to imitate him and use the right form of love in the moment for this person. Right. That takes a lot of wisdom, takes docility mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit, but that's what love is. Love is not just, oh, you be you. Right. Uh, you know, whatever. You know, that's who, a cop out. It's a cop out. It's, it's cowardly. Yeah. To be honest. Now I can be a coward. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can absolutely be a coward. Thanks for affirming me. No, I me mean, and my me cowardice. too. Uh, me too. How know, about that? I know. I know. Um, but that's where I'm not in this alone either. Right. Jesus gives me the strength. Jesus will give you, Renee, and you, the listener or viewer, the strength to, other pe- to love other people mm-hmm. in an authentic way where it is really about, I want what's best for you. Right. I want you to turn around and go back to Jerusalem. Yep. Before it gets dark. Before it gets dark. <laughs> and even if you don't, I'm still walking with right. you. Right. As long as, no, stepping out, as long as Jesus wants, as long as we're in this together, I'm going to accompany you the best way that I know how, according to what God prompts me to do. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. 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 I love that. That's what love is, yes. folks. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at, epi- uh, ignition at sfcatholic.org with questions about this or ideas for other episodes. And until next time, may God bless you. That was a good